Hello everyone, welcome back to A Hoop's Journey, a special episode of A Hoop's Journey. This is uh, your boy, producer Corbs, and with the start of the school year and my going back to university on campus full-time, it is difficult sometimes to find time to edit, and especially I'm spending a lot of time in SFE right now, just so I can study. And basically, I just need some more time on this uh episode with a former university coach that is retired and it's a different format i guess it's a different kind of pod that we've done you know as a producer and as kind of the content editor the one who makes the decisions about what gets kept in what gets taken out and where you know things get moved around because this might be a surprise for some other people but we just don't record the show and i just edit literally i move things around i I have a lot of creative freedom and Mitch lets me lets me do that. So yeah, I have some mistakes in my recordings and you guys have seen that before. But if I'm not happy with an episode and if we aren't happy, if I let Mitch know, like I just won't, I won't release something that I don't like to you guys. So this was recorded sometime in July and we recorded this just in case we did some time for some other episodes and we have a couple of those banked now and... We have some great, great guests lined up for you in the next coming weeks. But thank you for riding with us. Thank you for being patient. We have some other exciting ventures uh, up ahead for you in terms of different ways to support us. Before we get to this episode, I want to take the time to thank our sponsors, Good Lad Clothing and Parkside Brewery. Please, please, please go out and support them because they support us and we love them for that. And we appreciate them and we appreciate you guys for following and listening and riding with us since the beginning. So thank you. Here is the bonus episode. Corbs and Mitch spitballing. Corbs and Mitch freestyling. Let's go. Just go in. I just press record. We are just going right now. We're sitting here to record someone and no one's hopped online, so we thought we'd just have some fun here. I'm going to put Corbs on the spot here. Corbs, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, now. Um, who's the greatest player you've ever played against? <laughs> Ooh, it would probably have to be... I was on the floor for like 10 seconds when Jaden Coley was on the floor. I was like, Jaden Coley. That qualifies as playing against him? I w- yeah, I think that qualifies. I was on the same floor as him at the same time. Check the judges. Ding. Ding. Okay. I know you're going to go off about this one. Tell, talk to the people about chips for you, man. I know you... Uh, I'm a... For the people that don't know, yeah. I, I already know what your number one is, but I know that there's... I know there's some muddy waters in there and there's lots of passion behind this. So what's up? I mean, I, I eat a lot of chips... But the chips I will just go out and buy, like I will go out to superstore and like I want some chips is is Lay's barbecue. But recently I've dabbled. I mean I have we are we are not uh, shills, but I am loving hard bite chips, the hard bite smoking barbecue. There's a sour cream and onion one that's really really good. Oh, the old yogurt and the, onion. Yes, yes, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That one's money. Yeah. Um, Thoughts on the spicy dill? <sighs> awful. I'm not a big. Whoa. I'm not, I'm not whoa, a pickles whoa, guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not a. There is not one hard bite chip that is awful. Sorry, I am just not a p- 
disrespect to our boy pickles guy i remove it off of everything just can't do the pickle taste just how hard is it to just say not for me there we go there we go okay all right have you had the uh ghost pepper yes Ooh, that is it's that is spicy i have not a good spice but that is like the right amount that is me too yeah like just hitting you where i'm like whoa i've made a bad mistake and then it kind of just fades away away. especially with a nice little park side in hand too it always takes the edge off but if you just had water they're still doable for those 100 aren't into the spice Mm -hmm. for sure and then they also have like um something in wasabi oh interesting yeah quite good i believe i don't want to start making up uh names for uh, the chips that they have looking up i'm up online right now there's a few that i haven't had yet Smoking barbecue, wild onion and yogurt. Is that the one you like? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's solid. And they also have that other, the smoking barbecue is also really good too. Mm-hmm. Shout Wasabi out to Ranch. Wasabi Ranch wasn't bad. Honey Dijon. Yeah. Okay. Honey Dijon was good. I haven't tried the wasabi one. Don't think that was in my box. Hey, man, we made an agreement. But anyways, I, Kirk, you know the mailing address, man. Right, Kirk. You're listening. Kirk, we're listening. over dinner soon. Just, uh, yeah. just let me know. Yeah, man. Go USC Trojans. Am I right? Okay, what else? What other chips you got? I like hmm, Miss Vicky's. Anything Miss Vicky's is pretty solid. You know, that's like a, that's like a basic pick, right? Um, I think I want to echo what Howie said. A good, you know, depending on the bar or depending on the pub you go to, good tortilla chips with, with good salsa, That I don't think there's anything better. Yeah, hey. Ooh, that's how, like... What is just the right amount of like like a little bit greasy, yeah. but not too much. You got fresh salsa, fresh like guacamole. Mm. Ah, so when you say bar. fresh salsa, you're talking like more tomatoey and less sort of runny and thicker. You know what I mean? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, yeah, me too, man. The little market across in Birch Bay have amazing these nacho chips, and I always get their like deli made salsa. Oh, I, I'm, I'm down with that. Now that that's fair. That's not the same dive bar that we were, were talking about, right? Uh, definitely not. No, <laughs> shout out the beach. Shout out the beach. <laughs> Freaking clown. Uh, that's it? That's it for chips? I was expecting more. I, I eat a lot of uh, Cheetos recently. I do the whole... Have you had the ketchup ones yet? No. Hmm. You know what? I, I, I like the huh? Lay's ketchup, but I don't like any other ketchup ones, to be honest. Thanks, ketchup. It's, just, huh. it's so it's very tangy the ketchup hmm. for me. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. What's a book that you've read recently or that has stuck out to you, or a quote that you have that you try to live by? Um, I'm reading right and now. Not, and not <laughs> never bet the under over. <laughs> <Always been. laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of gambling. Uh, whoa, whoa. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, we'll just cut that out. Mm-hmm. The one I'm reading right now is. Uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and it's I've only I've about a couple chapters in. Just started it maybe a week ago, mm-hmm. um, but there's a one quote that I, uh, especially both of us are coaches, is that um, habits are compound are, are like compound interest pretty much, right? You just don't see those initial results. Like you can go days without seeing anything, but over time you just if you just keep doing like the one percent, you just see actual improvement. It's, it's, it's kind of corny. It's like, that's like, but it's something I, you know, we try to tell the kids that just get better every day, make that, make that trend line go up and, and you'll, you'll, you'll see results because you're, yeah, that's there my answer. Go. All right. Thank you for that. 
actually dropped a t-shirt off for a buddy today, Mark Watson. Um, Shout out. Yeah, he sent me a couple of really good um, sort of next level uh, books to read about kind of sort of like the mindful athlete, but uh, okay. one called the, the Playmaker's Advantage. Looking forward to uh, to get that. I'm going to order that. You can borrow it after because I've fallen off the track with my goal of reading here in the summer and I need to get back to it. But I've just also not been able to get a book that kind of gets me going yet. So sure. Sure. I'll pass that one on to you. Um, the fans out there, they already know, and this is kind of fun because they like to hear more corpse, but, uh, tell us, I mean, you, you said you don't even like ketchup chips really, except for one flavor. So ketchup on macaroni. Nope. Still, still offside. I've dabbled around with the hot sauce, a little, uh, Tabasco just to, like, on some KD recently. I don't like mm-hmm. it, but just, I don't know. Just have it plain. Don't sully the, fi- the flavor. I think let's not, let's not make this too complicated. Just don't do it. <laughs> Put ketchup on your fries. That's fine. Burgers or I'm a big ketchup on hot dog guy. I know you. I know your Chicago guys will not like it, will like that at all. Or Eves. Yep. Shout out Eves. Mm-hmm. You know despises that. But on macaroni and cheese. Again, I, I will respect people. You know, I'm not. I'm not one to talk about flavors and all that stuff. As a I got a fever for the flavor. Lifesaver. I got a fever for the flavor. But no, no way. Offside. Okay. Why did you why did you want to do this podcast and why do you continue to do it? I think number Try one to keep from throwing a, me under the bus as much as possible, please. No, I won't. No, it's a it's a it's a great creative outlet for me. You know, I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit here. I'm doing some stuff where uh stitching words together and stitching things together it just makes it fun and it's I love hearing stories. I love hearing how people get to where they are. I'm a big process guy. So when people explain how they get there and like kind of explain what their thoughts were while they were doing it, that's what really fascinates me. And a lot of our guests, when they talk about their stories, they're already doing that. And that's kind of like my thing. And then, I've, as you know, like I've been a big fan of podcasts for a long time and nerd. just even, what a nerd, right? <laughs> and then just tipping my toes in this waters. It's just, it's been fun. What keeps me doing this is that it's, it's fun doing this with you. It's fun to do, just have these conversations and be able to give the people what they want and i think from the messages that we've gotten we've actually been able to like reconnect people with other people or or just you know give you know some some leisure time for people who are, who are interested about their time i guess quote unquote right mm-hmm. and here, this, here are some old names that they haven't heard in a long time and that, i think that's cool i think that's it brings people together i think it's community building and i think it's it, it's fun i'm a i i try to respect the, the quote-unquote game as much as I can, the history of the game in our province, I think which is also super fascinating and I'm a big respecting the people who've done it before. Mm-hmm. And it, this is kind of just my way into a, like the foray of BC basketball. So, yeah. Here's, yeah, here yeah. Go. Nice. Um, and I think for those people that have been listening or it seems like a lot of people are kind of catching on to the podcast and so they listen to an episode of someone they know and then they go back, right? And I hope that people can appreciate. I know that each week, when you, well, when you have enough organization to get me in a rough draft beforehand, <laughs> not that I don't have any faith. It's more about listening to my voice and the silly things that I say, not you and your production, but just the things that you've added and the different um, stuff that you've been able to do. I think is really cool just to see your own personal growth. Um, within the show too, because people say, Oh, you know, your skills are getting better. Me personally. Right. And, but then 
I, I know for sure, me personally, and I know others as well, hear it as well in the show and the production. I actually, just for my own ears, turned on the episode one the other day and was oh, like, boy. whoa. Oh my this, God. This, is, this has come a long way. It's, and it, it's tough. It's it tough was not one. the guest. It was not, it was the, not guest. the guest. Shout, we love you, Zimmy. Shout but, out. But uh, it's also why we appreciate... Uh, we appreciate our ride or dies, man. We got a lot of people out there that have been loyal from day one, and and we're excited for those people that are hopping on late. There's no better late than never, is what they say, right? Exactly. And uh, our guest still not in uh, the part in the waiting room, so I guess this is a uh, this is a Corbs episode. This is a bonus episode for you guys. You get a chance to go to a concert or a few concerts. I know you're a big musical guy for those that don't know McCorbin is in grade 12 well pretty much for many years I tried to get him just to sing all the time because oh boy I knew that he was just a little bit socially introverted and awkward and not in a bad way just uh you know I just wanted the people to hear his skills and um they would never do it so well I mean hold on a second let me just set the record straight so there was we we did get the opportunity at the beat parky um Michael Jones, uh, Park at Parkinson I fundraiser. That. I don't. Uh, I, I have no memory of that. It's completely a, blacked out from my my memory. Um, there was a portion of. Uh, oh boy. I, I I can see Mitch right now. He's dying. Um, I don't recall this. This is uh, yes, I did in fact sing this song at a at, a, at an event. This was a panic pick. Um, okay, you, you, well, you tell your story about singing and stuff, and then hear your concerts. But also, the best part was when I went into the bathroom to mm-hmm. go, and mm-hmm. you're like pacing like your Eminem and Eight Mile, like mom spaghetti on the on the shirt, like just stressed out about singing in front of like 65 people, and maybe you knew 11 of them. I was dying. I was like so good. It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of yeah, I know. The expectations, the expectations, you gotta, you gotta meet expectations, you know. And I just, I think I chose like maybe the worst song. I did not pass the vibe check. Could have like Backstreet Boys would have been, would have been fine. Like, everyone get into it, but like, oh, Bruno Mars, this ugh. mistakes were made, you know. Oh, <laughs> do we have somebody. No man. Hello. Yeah. Asking hello. me. Sorry. Are you asking me? Yeah, I thought because I saw the phone. But. Oh no, I got a random phone call, so I'm just oh, checking yeah. my voicemail. I put you on mute so you can tell your story about uh, whatever it is you want and what concerts you want to go to. Oh, I know. The floor, the floor is yours. Didn't didn't Scott Morrison shout out Scott Morrison PEI Scott Morrison give me a lot of uh, give me a lot of flack for my for my old choices? I think I think I saw that. He did. Fair. I think that's fair. I would if I had to redo it redo that segment one more time I would probably say I would still stay with Leonard Skinner I think that's incredible I'll throw in um Jimi Hendrix actually which is probably like a very surprising pick uh, you, you know what I would have loved to see I put the mic on mute scene. and then I couldn't hear oh. you talking at all and oh then, really interesting oh and then, I would have said then, uh, well I just hear you breathing hard and trying to concentrate like come on man sing like an SAT I know, I know. It's tough. It's tough. I'm on the record right now. It makes a lot of pressure. I would say, you know what? I would say, NSYNC. Why not? NSYNC would have been that would have been fun. Right around my era, grew up with them. That would have been fun to just to just to watch. I know that's. Uh, I see the the lips pursing on the on the other side here. It's my list, man. I hope you edit this. Yep. When you I do it. Maybe when oh, I edit it, I'll change the answers. You never know. 
I think it's fair that you just have me on camera too, man, and then you just have the camera off. Freaking guy. So InSync, that's all you have is InSync. Well, I had oh, sorry, I said Leonard Skinner, Jimi Hendrix, and InSync. But please, I'm in my brain. In my brain, you know, see the same. I don't know why. Excuse me, while you tell us who the goat is. I just gotta say two words, it's, oh, two letters, is MJ. That's mm. Like, MJ dominated you physically and mentally, and he was going to let you know. LeBron is, again, maybe has the best basketball resume of all time. Mm. Just, just in terms of the numbers and the accolades and you know, the MVPs and the finals and the counting stats. Like, But if my life on the line, I would want MJ. Um, um, I was listening to Andre Iguodala today, and he was saying how... And it's not anyone's fault. He's like, but we criminally overlook how fundamentally sound Jordan was too, right? So, hmm. who are your favorite players, though? You got some a top five just that you enjoy or have enjoyed? Yeah, I'll I'll say for whatever. Like this is gonna be like a really random one. Like big Kirk Heinrich guy, <laughs> even when he's at Kansas, just solid captain, the point guard, wow. can defend. Supersonics, just guy who was solid guy. Like I've read articles like. The teammates never had anything bad to say about him. I remember 2011, he's guarding LeBron. He's doing a decent job. Captain Kirk, man. That's a great... I think that's one of my one of my go-tos. Just like those classic point guards who can defend. Good good guy in the locker room. Those are guys that kind, kind of guys that gravitate to. Love Tony Allen a lot. Ooh. Just as you can tell with my, when I picked, very defensively oriented. Listen to Zebo. Zebo and all the smoke, and he's like, they ask, you know, whatever, five guys. You go to the blacktop, right? You play in the blacktop. Yeah. And he was like, um, Tony Allen and Marcus Smart were like his <laughs> two first picks. Man, I was dying. Marcus Smart, really? He's just the worst the Tony long, Allen. <clears throat> the longest game to 15 ever because no one can score on score. them. And they, well, I just throw it into Zebo and he can go to work. But, yeah. Yeah. Zebo's well, awesome bucket, but ooh. Anybody that's like actually fun to watch play basketball or. No, so I'm going to tell you, I was in 2000, well, Nash is an easy easy answer, right? Just, that's that's a given. But in high school, especially grade 8 to grade 10, I loved, and I mean, I loved Joe Johnson. One of the most boring Ooh. guys. Ow! Just like, but he's not a dynamic personality, right? But he's like, okay, 20 and 6 every night. Yeah, yeah. man. On those Hawks teams, I, I really liked them on those Hawks teams with like Josh Smith and Horford. Yeah. But Josh Smith was like good. <laughs> For like three and a half years. ISO Joe, baby. Come on now. Is he, is he a Hall of Famer, Mitch? He's not a Hall of Famer, right? But six-time All-Star, I think 20,000 points, I think. It's be tough. How many points does Tracy McGrady have? So, ooh, actually, let's, let's look it up right now. How many All-Stars? Let's take a look at that right now. How many people, if this ever makes it to the air, have turned this off by now? Uh, probably a good amount. But at least T-Mac averaged like 32 and 28. 20 a game for his career. One, two, three, four, seven All-Stars. So, got that. Less points than Joe Johnson, but... Hmm. Didn't play as long, probably. No. No. And the injuries, I guess, too, right? Yeah. Especially the last... For sure, of course. For sure. <laughs> You're, you're, yeah, you're gonna see a trend with, uh, with the next group. I love Mike Conley. Again, just solid defensive guard. Put in the hoop a little bit. Good teammate. Mm-hmm. Works hard. Did a great job on Curry in those early years. 
What books do you like? Uh, all those boring picks, right? All these like role players. Big Lou all den guy, like, like. <laughs> I know that's like Lou all den. Yeah, man. Wow. Like forty like, Tibbs ran him into the ground. Forty minutes a game. All star. Great defense. Oh, this is like the one that breaks the mold. I love Ben Gordon. When he was when he got hot, when Ben Gordon was going, it was kind of nice. Ben Gordon had some tough times too. I know. Was it the Players Tribune that did a good piece on him a couple yeah. Of years back? Yeah. You see, I'm a very my 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 basketball watching is quite specific. Suspect. You can tell. Suspect for sure. But so are, you college just, or, are you college over NBA? College, college easily. I can tell. I think you're the same now, right? Just the, the NBA is just. Hey. I don't know, man. It's basketball, man. I love it all. <laughs> He's winking everybody. Whoa, man. Whoa. Okay, I'm just looking on Instagram. It says here, this question for you. It's from a handle called Think Grow Prosper. It's really good. What does it mean to live a good life? That's a question for you. Um, Living a good life is staying true to yourself, even in situations where it might be beneficial to not be yourself, maybe. And just trying to treat the people around you good, trying to help other people, just trying to live your life and kind of screw everybody else or what or at least what everybody else thinks about your life and as long as you're doing good work helping people out when you can taking care of the people you need to take care of I think you're living a good life whether you are making millions of dollars or or not mm. Mm. do you want me to read the rest of this post sure it says you might say a good life is about being happy this is a reasonable answer and one that most people take for granted but technically, happiness is just about having pleasant experiences and positive emotions. While this is certainly an important part of being human, it is nevertheless only one part, a single instrument in the symphony of life. Ooh, life like is that. incredibly rich and complex. If we value happiness above everything, we will miss out on how many life's most rewarding and fulfilling experiences, many of which are not necessarily pleasant. I'd like to propose a different idea of what it means to live a good life. Harmony. Chord with the music guy. Yeah, there you go. Harmony is more comprehensive than happiness. It includes happiness, but also transcends it. It's about expressing the many different aspects of our nature in balanced and adaptive ways. Harmony is about finding the right balance between our competing needs. For example, our needs to express our individuality, but also our need to be part of a group. Our need to explore and experiment, but also our need to feel safe and secure. Our need to enjoy life but also our need to deal with its inevitable difficulties. In the same way that different notes and instruments can be played together to produce a beautifully layered and cohesive piece of music, the interplay of our diverse and conflicting needs and values produces a rich and fulfilling life, both individually and collectively. I like that. That is a good answer. Think, grow, prosper. Oh, I got him to turn his camera on. Here we go. I had to clean up a little bit. I'm going to edit this part out. My sister uses my room to study for her summer school because I, my room has AC and at the big desk. Like on the wall. Oh, it does have AC. That's messed up, man. Do you let her, do you let her like have your room when it's really hot on those nights and you yep. take her room? I, I just do. Yeah. Oh, what a good, what a good big brother. Yeah. I actually want to ask you this question. Oh, God. Don, is there like a... An important, not a, maybe not important, but like a moment in your coaching career where maybe something clicked for you, or like maybe there's like a turning point in your in your coaching career, maybe. 
I know, I know mine. I can tell that afterwards, but a turning point into what? I don't know. Maybe you're like either figure something out where like like maybe this is not the right approach and I have to just change it, change something, mm. or like I think I figured out how to like get through, or I figure out like something that works. Um, I think that there are still turning points in my coaching career, and so I think that. The minute there aren't turning points and I'm not thinking differently or outside the box or trying to do something different, maybe that's not the right way. Well, then that's the time to not coach anymore. Um, I've said it before, like it took me a long time to get over myself and realize that like coaching high school kids is not about me. It's about the kids on the floor and them having a good experience and us trying to just be the best team we possibly can. So I would say I had a real like turning point, but along the way, Becoming better at reflecting, um, getting feedback from people, being open to that feedback, whether it's perceived as positive or negative, right? Like getting the feedback and being able to hear it, take it and use it, um, I think is huge too. So I think constantly trying to, to pivot and find different ways or reflect on myself um, because I know that there's areas that I lack in X's and O's. I know that there's areas that I lack in. Whoa, 50 bucks? No, I, but it's pizza night, so I'm buying pizza. Corbin's mom just rolled in, opened the door, and gave him 50 bucks. Yeah. Unbelievable. What kind of pizza are we getting? Don't say Pizza Hut. Anyway, so moving on. Um... <laughs> Beep! Hoopster in, now looking for a new producer of the show. The volunteer position is open. Uh, Corbin Castris has been fired on the spot. <laughs> Please send applications to hoopsjourney at gmail.com. Pizza Hut. Corbin thinks Pizza Hut is the go. So it's our favorite. It's our family's favorite. Okay, yeah, that's different. But, like, don't, you know, say if you, it's a family tradition thing. I pizza know. night. It's cool, I know. But, I like, know. man, you're going to sit there. Who's narrative? Who's narrative? It's the, it's okay. actually is the best, though. I can't even remember where I was. What'd you think of that Brene Brown answer, Corbin? Oh, that makes sense. What about you, man? Sounds like this question ended up being for you anyways. No, no, no. I was just wondering <laughs> in terms of... Just because you've... I think there's many moments. There's emails from parents that you get defensive about. And then, you know, a year later think, okay, maybe I could have handled that better. There's a timeout that you could have handled better. There's something that you dealt with with a kid you could have handled better. Something you said to your team you could have handled better. Something you did well that you want to make sure you do again. Being able to find that kind of flow flow moment. Shout out Matt Kuzminski, right? As a coach, kind of just being in the moment at all times and being aware of what's happening around me as opposed to allowing what's happening in life and other things distract me. So I think there's lots of stuff, man. And it's kind of why like that question at the end is cool about when we say, you know, if you could do it all again, because I, I haven't really heard, there's maybe been a handful of people that have used even the word regret, or they say, I don't like the word regret, and then talk about it another way, mm -hmm. because, you know, the young people that are out there, if you ask the old farts, it's self-reflection, man, and, and, and getting feedback. If you're not willing to get feedback from people, I don't think you can learn and grow. I mean, we can try to figure out things on our own, but anyone who's got anywhere, yes, people use the term self-made, but along that way, Someone's giving them feedback about something like, hey, I know you're trying to do this, Mark Cuban, but your, you know, Yahoo site that you're trying to build here actually sucks. And here's what you need to change. So Mark Cuban can look at that and go, well, I know more than that person or they can think about it and go, oh, there's a couple things I can take away. Anyways, now I'm rambling. I'm not even drinking coffee. It's 3.13 in the afternoon. And our guest is not here, so.
We're just we're just spitballing. Our, our guest did contact. Um, they screwed up the time change. Uh, it happens. So we look forward to getting that guest back on. We will not throw that person under the bus because they have guaranteed and promised. I'm feeling very guilty about it, um, but it's okay. I'm actually kind of tired. I told Corbs I got home today and laid down, and I was like, man, I'm actually really tired today. So, yep. Not sure I would have been the best version of myself, Corbin. <laughs> Take it, man. Well, what totally. You? Right, well, right now, a there's young, a fan You're going still a young coach. What, me? Yeah. No, there's no fan. It's off. Look. Oh. Here's something. Maybe the laptop. Oh, maybe it's, maybe it's Regan's uh, computer yeah, or desktop. It's all we're good there. Cool, man. Your mom can just come in and throw 50s around, but I'm not allowed to have a little bit of airflow on a 28-degree day. That's cool. I just said you have it on. I didn't... I didn't... I, cool. did, I didn't put that on you. Well, anyways, I literally plugged my microphone in today, and Corby goes, uh, "So I can hear a fan." <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, audio quality doesn't appear out of mag- out of thin air. So yeah, it's true. It's only twenty four, and actually, it's calling for a little bit of rain tomorrow. Which, please, man, we need some rain. I know. So BC is burning down. Thoughts and shoutouts to the people in the Soyuz and all over that are dealing with that. Man, if you're a smoker, don't be an idiot. And everybody else out there, be smart because it's dry, dry as the Sahara, dry as Corbs trying to get a grad date. <laughs> I did get a grad date. Thank you very much. Shout out Anna, wherever you are. Sorry, Anna. Anyways, man, tell us about your little coaching thing here. Yeah. Making a long story short, if do you, do you know Rob Slavic, or maybe I know the name. name. Yeah. So when he was doing the uh, grade nine kind of backdoor tournament to provincials. He was happened to be at the desk and we were playing, I remember, yeah, we were playing Handsworth and it was just one of those games where just things aren't just going your way, but you're relatively close, but I'm losing my mind on the sidelines because I'm trying to talk to the refs. They won't talk back to me. So I'm like just losing my mind. I'm very animated, like up jumping up and down, like very demonstrative. What year is this? This is 2017. Oh, so you were coaching, uh, you weren't coaching for STM then. I'm just kidding. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. And he just comes up to me at halftime, and he knows like I'm like super frustrated. You can tell, you can like, tell on my face. I'm just like so upset. I'm just like frustrated with the refs and like how the game's going. And he just like he just puts his arm around my shoulders, like look, like the kids are gonna respond to how you are reacting to the game. If you are gonna be like yelling and like swearing and like being so demonstrative, like running up and down the sidelines, the kids will notice that. You have to like find a way to calm down. Go whatever whatever you gotta do. Just just gotta take it easy. Just take a deep breath and just relax a little bit. Every time I freak out, every time there's a bad call, I just remember that in the back of my head and just chill out. It, it's, I know it's like such a small moment and it's like of a you know meaningless game, but I was very burnt out that year because I was just. A young coach, and and for the most part, you're by yourself a lot. Yeah, you're like, you know, trying to look for some help down the sidelines, and you're by yourself. And and so I just you know started taking everything so personally. Every loss was personal. Every like oh every every time you lose, you, that means you're just not a good coach. And as you know, it's not indicative of anything, especially with our grade nine team. We're just trying to get some guys to play and develop. But it's just at the time of my life where I was at, I just wanted to win, especially throughout my time at STM. All I know was winning, and just to experience kind of losing was so frustrating. I just took it so personal, and for someone just to like just notice that I was like struggling, 
at that moment, just like, hey, dude, just calm down. Mm-hmm. It was big. And we almost came back. We were down like 15 and a half, almost came back. Mm-hmm. Just didn't make shots. But I, I take that with me, especially, you know, some of the young coaches take a game like shout out Ryan. He starts to freak out. Just like, dude, just relax. It's don't take it personally. But right now, like your your energy is bad. And, right. and the kids can sense it. So that's just pretty much a, that's the biggest takeaway I got from that. Well, Rob, giving you, and this is what I mean, is Rob gives you feedback. There's two yeah. ways that you can take that. You can be like, well, this guy doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about me and how we run our program and how I coach. And da, da, da. Or you can go, oh, maybe he's got a decent point. And what do I think about that? Like, I don't have to fully agree with what he's saying, but there's part of it that maybe will make me better, right? So, and that's what I mean. If, if you're not willing to take feedback, then you can't really can't really learn and grow you know what i mean i think but i mean not not all of us but people that are fiery and competitive one of the big challenges for us is like our demeanor and approach in game coaching right sometimes in practice things can happen but that's at least just you and your 15 kids right but when we're in game sometimes we let our emotions get it get the best of us and then you realize and it's goes back to that flow right that that those moments where and what I'm worrying about right now is it anything that I can control? Like, is is you barking at the officials and then having bad body language and maybe having your kids go, oh boy, is that is that making your team better? Well, no. Is it anything in control? Like, is some referee in this? You know what I say to the kids? And honestly, kind of just don't even really talk to the officials anymore. If there's refs listening to this, they might laugh. But honestly, like, pick and choose your battles because if you're constantly on them, they're just going to tune you out. And then how many times has someone looked at you and like been like, you know, coach, that's a really good point. I think I'm going to not call that foul on number 12 and just give STM the ball back. Like, yeah. And really, like, there's so many calls in a game. Does the game ever come down to, no. no. There may have been some calls that you don't agree with, but your team could have gotten more stops or you could have executed the offense better, you know? So. Exactly. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore, man. We're just, we're just we're spitballing right now. We're Free games? Free games? Yes, I, think, I believe so. Right. Oh, there's a half bag of spicy dill chips downstairs. Got some cold Parkside in my fridge. I'm on summer holidays. Pick it up, Eli? Or is that Reagan? Reagan's going to do it today. Shout out Reagan. Go. Shout she, out Reagan. Yeah, she said, do you want me to get him? She said, that'd be lovely. Thank you. Start listening to the pod uh, this year, right? Hey, you're just lucky you got an Instagram follow, man. I know, fair enough. Leave it at that. Quit while you're ahead. Um, that's about it, man. Anything for you? Thank you to our listeners for supporting us. Shout out to our Shane. Shout out to, to Sam. Shout out to Travis. Always taking care of us. Always making sure they're supporting the pod. We're repping. We're going to... I'm going to put some on Instagram because I talked to Sam a little bit about it. And I'm not going to say anything about it because he's, you know, being cautious with it too. But if and when we get to the point... Here we go. If and when we get to the point where things are open enough... Would you come to a hoops journey? A little celebration at Parkside Brewery if we reserve some tables. First beer, core buys. <laughs> Your card, right? My card. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. People have already voted by the time unless you somehow get this up in the next two days, but uh vote the vote expires. That'll that'll be a fun time. Yeah, that would be like uh tell your wife and kids you're not coming home tonight and you'll be in an Uber on the way home. So yeah, man. We love y'all. Got any suggestions? Email us at hoopsjourney at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Instagram also at a hoops journey. Twitter at a hoops journey. 
Facebook, at a hoops journey. It's all very simple people. We're simple people. We make it simple for the people. Gotta give the people what they want. Oh, I was gonna say that too. Wow. But then yes, I thought, sir. no, it's our own show. We need to be original. And then you said, shout out Jalen Rose. He's shout dope. out Jalen. Jalen's dope. All right, man. Well, we'll get this guest up. Um, hope everybody's enjoying the shows. We're doing our best to pile up some over the summer here, but also give ourselves a little bit of holiday. We do appreciate your understanding. Like and subscribe, share, download, re-download. Tell Spotify and Apple we need to go big time. You won't regret it. Peace.